Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 263 and it is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me, as always, is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, we are here uh, once again, uh, the post-Thanksgiving uh, slash post-Black Friday edition of the Codex Prime podcast as we're wrapping up uh, 2021. Um, we're going to talk about uh, all the things that we picked up uh, during Black Friday. Um, we got a ton of stuff that we'll get get to. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll just... Uh, you know, freestyle it, you know, you know, you know how we do. So, you know, for those of you tuning in, uh, thank you for uh, joining us and uh, k- kicking it with us for for a moment of your time as we uh, move through um, things that we've picked up uh, over the course of this weekend, our Thanksgiving shenanigans. And uh, yeah, also some some movies we watched, uh, books we've read, um, shows we're keeping up with. You know how we do. So. Yeah, man. Um, Before we get into the proceedings, uh, let's give a quick shout out to our sponsor. Silk City Hot Sauce. (laughs) Yes. Silk City Hot Sauce. I brought that. I brought it to Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) Okay. Almost killed my mother. Great. (laughs) What the hell, babe? (laughs) She's not, you know, she's not really too big on, you know, hot sauces and stuff, but Mm -hmm. uh, on spice period, but... Yeah. Couple of, you know, a couple of the family members like that. My cousin Kamisha, like, she took every spoonful. The, my uh, cousin's boyfriend, Davion, he's just like, all right, put some of this right here, put some of this right here, right here, right here, right here. First off, he got diabetes. Damn. Okay. And then he was like, yo, can I get some more over here? Can I get some more over here? Wow. Man knows what he wants. I'm like, Aubrey, your man's going to die. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, no, he'll be all right. Like, well, damn. <laughs> well, all right. Well, if that's not love, I don't know what it is. For real. <laughs> but, yes, <laughs> he he's ready to pick some up. So, yes, Silk City Hot Sauce. Make sure you use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off. Yes, uh, 15% off your order, and there's all different flavors. There's erotic. There's the erotic flavor, Mango Madness. There's the... Uh, the Silk City hot sauce brand with the with the syrupy, oh ma- the the spicy maple syrup. Yep, the spicy maple syrup. Oh, it goes well with chicken and waffles. Yes, Man, it does. You, you tried it? Um, I'm imagining it. Okay. I've never had the opportunity yet. I'm tempted to just bring the hot sauce to a restaurant that has chicken and waffles just just to try it out. So do it. Oh, I'm I'm gonna do it. What's stopping you? I just never think to bring it to work, but uh, to work, <laughs> but. Oh, I still got it. my bad. Everybody at work at my job had tried them already. So. Yeah, yeah. So so many so many great flavors. So yes, uh, Silk City hot sauce. Uh, definitely uh, pick them up. 15 percent off your order when you hit the promo code Codex. That's C O D E X. Yes. Um, and right now, Carl is sharing the episode. I am. Well. <laughs> With our people, we have Afton in the chat. What's happening? Yes, hey Afton, the Cider Hunter, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yes, joining us in the studio. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, yeah, we're just gonna be pretty random tonight. Um, I'll, I'll kick, I'll kick it off. Uh, I've been, I've been watching a few things, you know. Um, you know, um, I've been catching up with Insecure. 
Uh, have you been all caught up so far? I have. Oh, I actually got a meme for you, but I can't send it in our group chat because we don't know if somebody watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Insecure, it's... Uh, I, I will say like I, I'll say like this season as a whole. I'll say like it's it's a step down compared to previous seasons. I'm kind of feeling so. I'm just like, all right, like th- I don't see anything building, right? To so, you know, for a final episode, I don't feel like anything's building up for some type of grand payoff. Mm. I think maybe they're starting to we're starting to get a little a few hints. Mm-hmm. But I was like, but I'm still like, you know, entertained, but I'm still intrigued into the story. I'm still in there. Oh yeah, yeah, same here. Like, um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the show wraps up. But it does feel like this season they've been kind of spinning their wheels, like saving like the big revelations for like the final uh, few moments of the show. Right. Um. But but as a whole, you know, it's it's you know it's fun following these characters. So you know, it's interesting to see where they're gonna end up. I do have a, f- a couple theories. Um, but we'll see how they play out. I do too. Yeah. Um, also, um, uh, uh, Crenshaw is a bitch ass motherfucker. I don't like him. <laughs> oh God. I don't. I don't. I don't support him. Um, he's just a petty motherfucker. And uh, yeah, he should stop being a little bitch. But um, uh, yeah. So there's that. Also, uh, speaking of bitch ass bitch assness, um, that that barber dude who was was chronically late and had the nerve to like. Yo, attack! Attack Nate! Whoa, 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 whoa! We're spe- we're spoiling, we're spoiling. I, I we're mean, spoiling for Afton. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna kill you. I mean, yeah, like like I said, there's there's a there's a there's a few there's a few peeps in the show that I don't like, and uh, quite frankly, they need to have a stadium full of seats. Is what I'm saying. You shall see. You you shall see. <laughs> Uh, we got a uh, uh, wild man Congo himself, Mike Medina, in the chat saying that the Cowboys suck. We are hurting right now. We are hurting right now. Like one of um, our one of our top wide receivers is out with COVID. Oh, our head coach, our head coach is out with COVID. Um, another wide receiver is on um, concussion protocol, mm. and then. Our top running back, he's playing hurt. Mm. So like he he's trying. Okay. But we're still in the top. We're still in the top of our division. So we're 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 still okay for now. And it's and when the tide inevitably turns, which it is right now. No, hey. we're, just hurting, we're just hurting right now. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the 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 most you can expect is making it to the playoffs, and that's all you'll get. That's which is fine. Now you just yeah, oh it's, man, it, your troll game is <laughs> on point when it comes to the Cowboys. I mean, it's not. It's because of me. It's because yes, I'm a lifelong fan. I'm never gonna, you know, I'm never gonna switch bandwagons if because if that, I might as well just be a 2001 Patriot fan. Yes, I said it. True. You know. You know. You could be. You could, could also be like a like a Bills fan. You know, with false, they're not here to defend themselves. Stop. With with false hope. You know. You know, it's like it's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're we're gonna be, we're, you know, we're not gonna be bridesmaids this year. We're gonna take that ring. No, you're not. No, you, you're no. The bills are just a perpetual bridesmaids. You know, they, they 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 look they look nice in the dress and all that. They, they they look great for all the pictures, the group pictures and whatnot. But are they ever gonna make it to the altar themselves? Are they gonna be the main event? No, no, no. And it's fine. 
it's fine. Isn't that right, Pop Stew? You're fine. Aaron. Only one of them's a fan of the pills. <laughs> oh, yeah, AK. Yes, AK. You'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. Um, I guess I guess you'll just have to imagine uh, the trophies and the gold. Big City, let us know your let us know your next uh your next match. All right. Yes, indeed. Um so yeah, that's that's uh that's the uh little foosball hour. Um few foosball moment there. Who knows what it is, but go ahead. You know. I mean, hey, l- listen, I, I I guess if we were a sports analyst show, I guess you'd be the the Skip Bayless who's the big Cowboys fan, I think. Yeah, yeah, you'd be a Skip Bayless of the show. I'd be the the Shannon. Well, Skip's Sharp. a bit. Skip's a bit delusional. Well, I mean, he's a Cowboys fan, right? So no, he's he's just delusional. Yeah, but then he worships Tom Brady as well. So oh, well, he has that disadvantage too. Oh, uh, well, that's unfortunate. It is. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, uh, let's uh, let's talk about stuff that's actually interesting. You know, instead of the world of a uh, sport ball. Stop. Um, yeah, man. Uh, black. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Black Friday shopping. So yeah, um, you know we've we've got some we got some deals that we capitalized on. Especially you, God damn. Um, as as I have, um, I will uh, take some time to like bring out my, my stacks here. Um, so I so over the course of the last couple of weeks, you know, both online and at Best Buy, um, they've have they have plenty of ten dollar. Uh, 4K Ultra HD films. So I bought a whole bunch um, because they were on sale, and also Barnes and Noble, of course, they have a few few, few deals as well. So I bought a few upgrades, um, a, f- a few upgrades on the cheap. So first off, I got a Chris Nolan's Interstellar on 4K Ultra HD. Um, You're a Chris Nolan fan anyway, so it's just. It's a given for you to have that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um and since I also since I also have Tenet Tenet um on Steelbook, which I got last year, which is in four K. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to watch that. So yeah, I got Interstellar. Um I got I got that on on four K. I also got Gladiator. Um Just so it, how funny was it that we was in our group chat and I just happened to ask, Are you not entertained? Exactly. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, one of my one of, one of my favorite films. This is a fun fact, like I mentioned before in the podcast many years back. This was actually the first film I watched uh, in the theater at, when it opened at um, when um, Providence Place Mall first opened. This was the first movie I saw there. I can't remember the first movie I watched over there. Yeah, probably scary movie. Oh wow. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Came out the same year. Um, I also got Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, such such a good film. Love it. I would bring that to work, man. You know, one client doesn't swear and two of them don't talk. Yeah, it's too violent to bring to work, believe me. Um, especially at the end. <laughs> um, Stallone's uh, First Blood, uh, the movie that kicked off the Rambo franchise. And for me, the best film in that entire franchise. Did you see Lost Blood? Um, I did not. Mick Foley said it's basically Home Alone with Blood. That's what I heard too. Yeah, based on the premise. Yeah. Um, I also got uh, two Alex Garland films, Ex Machina. V Knowledge on Cinema. Yeah, this was this was my uh, this was my final uh, video that I did on my YouTube on my old YouTube channel, which is still up. You can still find it there. Those some of those on the code on the Codex YouTube. <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, I also got Annihilation, uh, which is great uh, sci-fi horror. Oh, man, just mind-blowing. Um, I also got the first Alien. The, the, the uh, Two years ago was the 40th anniversary. Uh, Ridley Scott's classic film. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to dig, dig into this one right here. Um, I like that cover. Oh, yeah. That is a gorgeous cover. It is. Yep. Um, we also I also got uh, Ad Astra, um, underrated sci-fi film starring Brad Pitt. I Can't... remember you. Uh... Is that the Neil Armstrong one? No, that was a uh, First Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, with Ryan Gosling. Yep. I also got a classic Stanley Kubrick's 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, which is fully restored in 4K. I can't wait to dig into this one right here. When was that movie released? Uh, 1968. It also ha- also features um, um, Rick F- well Rick Flair's uh, theme yeah. theme music. Yeah. Which isn't known as that. It is also Spratch Zarathustra. Something like that. I remember yeah. seeing it. And I just... Yeah. It is Rick Flair's theme. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Just, you just can't. Yeah. You just can't not deny it. Indeed. Yep, and I also got uh, got more. So I got the Predator uh, four movie collection, all in four K. So Predator one and two feature also Predators from twenty ten with Adrian Brody and the Predator, directed by Shane Black. Um, haven't watched those yet, but I will. Um, Alien versus Predator ain't in it. Nah, you don't need to worry about those. No, nah, it's, it's just the main. The first one wasn't bad. I mean. I I don't have I seen the first one? No, I haven't seen the first one. Uh, I know Sonal Lathan's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah, check it out. I'll check it out. She did her thing in that movie. Okay. Yep, I also got uh The Matrix trilogy uh in 4K. Um with The Matrix uh, um Resurrections coming out um in at the, by the end of December, I will definitely see that. Oh, it's it's a must. Yeah. I mean, for for The Matrix, uh the first film especially in restored 4K. Oh, man. Just beautiful. Now the Matrix. That's a movie that just like revolutionized like cinema. Yes, it did. Yeah, when it came out in '99 with the bullet time effect. Yeah, I think everybody was used to. <laughs> yep, everybody used to do that. Yep, and and like other other movies and even music videos tried to use that. Same Drew Hill. Movie. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Like right as as a matter of fact, I remember seeing them. Like seeing them in an interview and they're like, oh, we just watched The Matrix and next thing you know, the You Are Everything video came out and they did just that. I'm like, yeah, they saw The Matrix, all right. Yep. Yeah. They 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 really capitalized on that. <laughs> uh, and also, I also got Indiana Jones, uh, the four movie collection, the series, all restored in 4K. I cannot wait to Fuck dig into this. That NES game. The NES game. Oh yeah, he ha- yeah, I had it back in the day. Mm. Oh, if you thought that Ninja Turtles the first game was hard, mm. oh, that one was a doozy. Oh really? Yeah, I know. I know NES games are known for their difficulty. Yeah, and that was no exception. Mm. Indeed. Well, you had the song in eight bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good series right here. Um, the first one is my favorite one, and then, then the third one, The Last Crusade, that's my second favorite. Um, I also got some more here. Whew. I got more people, as you can see. Um, first one, I got V for Vendetta. Um, this is also one that was sold at Best Buy, ten bucks. I was like, okay, I'll I'll, t- I'll pick it up. You know, it's 
Very good movie. You are just a Best Buy fanatic. Ain't you? Hey, they got they got good deals. When they when they got good deals, listen, I'll go and you know I'll get deals wherever they're at. Yeah, I do not care. I do not discriminate. <laughs> Whatever store has the deal, I'm there. Yeah, I'm with it. You know, unless it's Walmart, fuck them. But anyway, oh, man, listen, do not sleep. And I, when we get to when we get to my picks, hmm. so yeah, when we get to my pickups, I'll, I'll show you. Okay. Okay. Um, I also got Total Recall, <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Paul Verhoeven. Uh, yes, I haven't seen this film in years, but this is a 4K restoration, 30th anniversary. I was like, and it was ten bucks. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll get that. Uh, one of my all time favorite musicals, My Fair Lady, Audrey Hepburn, Rex Harrison. Um, the the Blu-ray looked stunning, but so I can't imagine what it looks like in 4K Ultra HD. Mm. Yes. Well, just, just, it's yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drink some water. <laughs> oh, I also got a Ghost in the Shell. That is probably fucking gorgeous. I'm sure. And this is the original anime, 95. Right. Yep. So I'm pretty sure this looks dope. Um, This was like eight bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll definitely get that. That's pretty cheap for, uh, you know, for, for, uh, for, um. 4K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stubert. Hey, what's up, Stubert? Welcome. Uh, I also got The Fifth Element, uh, also restored in 4K. Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, Chris, Chris Tucker, Tucker. <laughs> Gary Oldman, Multipass. Oh, fuck. Yeah, uh, Gary Oldman. You already said the mad. He's like a mad scientist uh, acting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he. This is one of his, like, one of my favorite performances from him. Um, I also got a classic and 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 the a prime example. Actually, no, the prime example back in the '90s when it came to black comic book adaptations. Um, we're talking about so, no, <laughs> no. Put put your put your damn hoodie back on, Carl. Put your damn cowboy's hoodie back on. It's hot. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're talking about Blade, Blade in 4K. Right? We are talking about Blade <laughs> in 4K, you know right? Which is which is uh Wesley Snipes, Steven Dorff. This is a classic right here. This is the film that 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 started the comic book revolution. This was this was the forebear. You know, you got to respect it, all right? It it I mean, yeah, I mean I mean yes, Spawn was like the first like comic book adaptation like for for you know for in black cinema, but Blade actually showed that you can do it right. Okay? So Stop So so you got to pay respect to Wesley Snipes, you know, in this here this here monumental film right here because some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah. <laughs> Um, also wrapping up here, I got I got four more uh, four more films, uh, four more f- uh, film sets rather. You know it, stupid. Uh, no uh, one. <laughs> speaking of speaking of classics here, and this is a modern classic, the Lord of the Rings trilogy in 4K, both the theatrical and the extended editions. Um, the the extended editions of which I watched over Thanksgiving weekend, all all f- three films. Uh, which was oh god he wasn't wearing pants it was so beautiful to see to see frodo and, and and the fellowship and the shire 
and Middle Earth and Mordor and and all the the stunning Academy Award winning visual effects in 4K and just you already know. Oh God, come on! Y'all already know. Oh Jesus! I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. So yeah, so man, Lord of the Rings uh, in 4K it is it, phenomenal um god and 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 i i haven't seen the film i haven't seen these films in about four years so sitting down and actually revisiting them in in 4k was just was just a huge treat especially with um oh my gosh with um in in, in beautiful hdr uh dolby vision <sighs> nothing like it man nerd card revolt never seen them Oh, you're missing out. You're missing out. And and I'll say like when it comes to epic fantasy on film, like there's nothing that's been done on this level and of this quality. Um you know, if if you had to compare, the closest thing would be Game of Thrones, but yeah, cuz it's about, you know, that same yeah, genre. But Lord of the Rings gets the easy edge over Game of Thrones. Why? Oh uh, come on! Because All right. do we do we be, really because, have to? Because this has not only a great ending, it has several great endings, and it didn't waste your time. Well, it did. And didn't. and and how it ended was like, wow! You left satisfied. You left knowing that all the everything made sense, and you left with with complete joy that you saw a classic, and, and something that you can actually revisit and not regret doing so. Something so what that, you do with your regular Blu-ray? I, oh, I still have it. I still have the regular Blu-ray set that I have because it has all the extras. Like because of because these these are 4K discs, they only have the films. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so I still have the uh, original Blu-ray sets. Um, I also picked up the Dark Knight trilogy uh, on in 4K. Chris Nolan. Um, these are all true 4K uh, uh, um, uh, versions. So as as Christopher Nolan shoots on 35 millimeter and IMAX film. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Um, these are, especially The Dark Knight, the pinnacle of, of superhero slash comic book film adaptations. The Dark Knight is a modern classic. These three films as a whole, I still say legitimately, are still better than 99.9% of the MCU catalog. Nah, and it's you can, It's not trolling. It, it's it, not it trolling. Is, you, can fight, you can fight me it's on this. It's trolling because you know I reps the red brand. I mean, and I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not gonna disagree. They are fantastic movies. Oh yeah. But like I said, I mean, they were both. You know, Endgame is just it, you will never. Endgame gave us that moment that we will never get again. Oh, I know. Yeah. Endgame. Yeah, with with uh, Captain Bro- Captain America grabbing Mjolnir, the whole Thanos. Final fight sequence. I will say this though, The Dark Knight was the first movie I bought on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and I actually saw that on IMAX. Oh, very, very nice. Yeah, that one. Now that was spe- that was. Spe- oh my god! If I saw if I saw Endgame in IMAX, up, mm. that would have been amazing. Oh yeah, just mop the floors, man. You're disgusting. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm supposed to be the vulgar one in this group. <laughs> Don't be lewd. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm a, a gimmick infringement, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
Um, looking at the comments briefly, um, uh, Chris Stubert says uh, Lord of the Rings is OP. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. I, oh, I'm not gonna deny it. Like I didn't. I can't. I even though I never seen the movies, like I cannot deny its effect on pop culture. Oh yeah, you should definitely sit down and watch them because oh, they're so worth it. One day. They're long, but they're worth it. Oh, I have to have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> True. I've been um, pretty busy lately. Yeah. Oh yeah, indeed. And also, uh, to answer John's question with the Lord of the Rings uh, 4K discs, uh, yes, for the extended editions, you do have to switch discs because they are split across two discs per film. Um, but the theatrical versions are on one disc each. Um, and also, John says Infinity Infinity War was better than Endgame. Not at all. I disagree. Yeah, yeah. Not, not at all. I mean, Infinity War was a great setup. Yeah. And I consider Infinity War and Endgame as like one long film. Anyway. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think that's how they shot it. Yeah, yeah, because it was a it was originally titled Infinity War Part, Part One, and, one two. and Two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, last but not least, I got two uh f- two first time Criterion Collection 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. T Rex is going. Um, I got so these are the first two uh in the in the 4K catalog of Criterion. First one is um, one of Adam Sandler's best films, which came out two years ago in 2019. Uncut Gems. Still haven't seen it. Ain't it still on Netflix? Um, yes, it's still on Netflix. Right. Um, Uncut Gems. Uh, this was a great Adam Sandler film. Um, this is like a. This movie is very intense. Um, I describe it as a two-hour anxiety attack on film. Well, can't do it. Um, because that's how tense it is. In fact, it, so tense is this movie that when even when Adam Sandler was like was watching the directors edit the film, he was like, "Wait a minute, are you are, are you guys making this film really this tense throughout the whole way?" And they were like, "Yeah." Like, do do? Yeah. Um, Uncut Gems, like I said, great film. One of Adam Sandler's best performances. Like when you think Adam Sandler, I think of this and Punch Drunk Love as two of his best performances all the all the other foo-foo stuff like like the bicycle hurts my hiney films <laughs> yeah you can, you, can, you, can, you can get rid of those oh those are great hey wedding singer was fun well wedding singer was fun and and, and the water boy and uh billy madison but um but yeah but longest if you, yard yeah longest yard was a lot of fun that too i'm sure yeah but uh, but yeah, if you if you want the real good Adam Sandler stuff, you pick up Uncut Gems right here. And last but certainly not least, making its return to the Criterion Collection, it was originally originally on Laserdisc, but Dang. now, but now it, it's returned in 4K. One of the greatest films of all time, Citizen Kane. Oh boy, yes, Citizen Kane in 4K. Ultra HD on the Criterion Collection. Oh, I, I, had, I had the pleasure of watching this last night. And this is in Dolby Vision HDR. And oh, the, the fine film grain. You can see the fine film grain and the real texture and the and the deep blacks of the of the of the shadowy cinematography. Oh, this this is this is just gorgeous to watch. This is just like watching the film print at home. The film cannot look any better than it does here, people. Citizen Kane, Orson Welles. Um, what what can be said about this film that hasn't been said? This, totally found it on uh, Laserdisc on eBay. Yeah. 
Yep. If you want that vintage laser disc, you can find it. Honestly, you, I swear you should just get it and just to hang it up on the wall. I should, maybe. Yeah. It's uh, very affordable. Wow. <laughs> Six bucks. Uh, that's just one version. Somebody is selling it for. Oh, the Criterion is uh forty. Yep. I got this for like um well I actually had some I had some rewards points on my card so I got I ordered this off Amazon I got this for 15. Not bad. Yeah. So yeah, these are all my uh 4K uh Ultra HD pickups right here as you can see two stacks Wait. worth. Um and these were and these were like all on sale so I I picked up on these when I could instead of paying full price. Um so these two were part of your uh, November Barnes and Noble Yes, my Barnes and Noble Criterion Hall in November. Uh just, just, just uh. yes, yes, man. Uh let me let me tell you something, man. The Barnes and Noble, uh, they've been so good to me with uh in in the month of November and the month of July, with their uh twice a year Criterion sales. I went to Barnes and Noble like a week ago, and I was just and I just like looked over to like the DVD section. And I was like, <laughs> "Fix over there." You, you did you see me? No, oh. <laughs> no, it was it was the one in uh, Smithfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 the only one that sells uh, films. Oh, Warwick doesn't. No, not anymore. They haven't sold it for like a few years now, oh. un- unfortunately. But uh, but yeah um these these are all great um if you if you find if you find some good cool deals uh, in 4k definitely capitalize when you can um looking at the comments here ak is trolling <laughs> he's saying uh when is blank man getting a 4k criterion collection blu-ray never you never know criterion would never debase themselves by by uh putting you never know I I, I ref- no no because because y- y'all y'all listen I'm not gonna relitigate blank man but we all know that I'm right and the rest of y'all are wrong. I'm just saying it could happen. If that happens, man. Ooh. I mean I mean listen. <laughs> Real talk. Nobody remembers blank man outside of Carl and. You know, a, and and pops do nobody, and for good reason, because we have better black uh, superheroes to look I, up to. I can put up a st- I can put up a status, and I can prove you wrong. I can do it. Listen, um, I can do it. We don't need to acknowledge blank men anymore, Carl. We have Luke Cage. We have uh, Black Panther. About to, you about, I'm about to put a smile on your face. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm gonna get on to mine. Well, yeah. for us, I'm gonna start off with my, you know, current uh runs. Mm-hmm. My current, you know, comic book runs. You really should get one of these though, because these are so cool. Mm. All right. One of those uh comic book binders. Yeah, it's a portfolio, really. It's just I, I don't have to buy get bags anymore. Nice. All right. So first, I'm going to start off with uh, the latest, the brand new uh, Hulk run. Okay, written by uh, Donnie Cates and the art by Ryan Otley. First of all, anything that Donnie Cates writes is freaking genius. Mm. All right, so it's about, uh, it's um, the uncontrollable rage of the Hulk has re... 
has reached a new level. I can I write fast, so sometimes I can't read my own writing. <laughs> has reached a whole new level that not even the Avengers are prepared for. But it's really who's controlling the Hulk who everyone should be worried about. Mm. And I'm looking at the tagline here on the on the cover. It says, what if the Hulk exists to protect us from Banner? Mm. Okay. Bingo. Okay. Oh, it had me. Yeah, I was like, you know what? You know, shout, shout out to Chris from, from uh, Rock Cocos. He's like, yo, this is good. It's a six-part series, but I'm like, he's like, this is good. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a shot. And I'm like, you know what, Chris? You did it again. You got me again. All right. So next up, I didn't think I was going to buy this one, but I said, why not? Let me just take a look at it. So the latest Black Panther run. Look at this uh, cover by Alex Ross. Oh, that sometimes is... Alex Ross's Alex Ross's covers like you can literally just like frame them and you'd be good. Oh yeah. So um yeah, honestly, it was written by uh, comedian John Ridley, who was once on an episode of Fresh Prince. Oh okay, yeah. He was remember that episode where um, Will took pictures of uh, of um, Jay Leno pouring coffee. Mm-hmm. But then the tabloids got a hold of it, and it was saying that like, he was like polluting the earth or something and stuff. Oh yeah. And then there was a comedian that was supposed to come up and perform, and Will took his place. Mm-hmm. John Ridley was that comedian. Oh really? Wow. Now John Ridley is he the same John Ridley that won an Oscar for writing Twelve Years a Slave? Uh, you know what? Let me actually double check. Probably, possibly is though. Hmm. But oh good, Wikipedia is already up. Nice. Yeah, if so, that's an interesting career. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And okay, no, I don't want to do any. And yep, same guy. Wow, awesome. All right. Yep. So um, yeah, it was written by John Ridley and the art by Juan Cabal and T'Challa returning from space, which is following the events of the Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda, written by Tanahisi Coates. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. <laughs> T'Challa's past has come back to haunt him when one of his Wakandan agent, agents gets killed. He must, race to the, he must race the clock to save the other agents while keeping his agenda a secret. And because of this secret is out, and if the, yeah, because if the secret is out, it could cost T'Challa everything. Okay. Yeah, and this is also one of the uh, variant covers that I originally picked up. But then once I saw the A cover, I'm like, oh my God, that is cool. Uh, it's another one with uh, Black Panther and Shuri. Yes, uh, being held up at gunpoint. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's in the comic as well. And um, also, you may find these interesting, but there are some new cinematic universe uh, covers right now. They're doing the, yeah, they're doing the Infinity Saga. So in order, here's the Iron Man one that was uh, uh, by Marco Cacetto. Okay, and. The next one is the Incredible Hulk, which is the uh, variant cover to uh, this Hulk, uh, this Hulk comic that I just picked up. Okay. So one thing I've gotten into is hunt is comic book hunting. Okay. So I go to like you know places like Toy Vault or um, yeah, Toy well Toy Vault doesn't have them too much, but um. 
time capsule. I even went to the one in um, what do you call it in uh, Seacock before. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, yeah. I still gotta explore more. I do gotta go back to Seacock. Yeah, the Seacock time capsule is my favorite one. There's something there. I don't want to tell anybody yet because mm. I want to be the one to pick it up. Okay. But damn it, it's going to be worth it. All right. But uh, anyway, but for one, I actually went to uh, the Providence Flea this weekend. And um, shout outs to Colonel's Collectibles. He does follow us on uh, Instagram. Nice. And I picked up Eternals 14. Oh, written, you know, written and illustrated by uh, Jack Kirby. And it's actually the first appearance of Cosmic Hulk. Oh, OK. So, yeah, I've been kind of going first appearance crazy. Mm. So the next one I also picked up over the weekend, I think this one, this one was definitely a time capsule, was the Invaders number 12, which is the first appearance of Spitfire. It was literally like six bucks. And I'm like, you know what? With the way that. Marvel is debuting like a lot of these new characters mm-hmm. into the MCU. Sometimes, if you catch a nice, you know, first appearance, just pick it up because you never know, especially with how they're debuting them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and the next one, written by Steve Englehart and the art by George Tuska. Luke Cage Hero for Hire number five, the first appearance of Black Mariah. Oh, Stokes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And looks completely different than, yeah. than the Alfre Woodard uh, yeah, uh, version. Yeah, definitely not. Alfre Woodard looks more like the big girl from Bebe's Kids. <laughs> he still loves you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now, that's a classic. I mean... I haven't seen it in many, many years. Me neither, but I... I somebody did a TikTok of when they were roasting each other in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I had a good laugh at that. It was actually Lizzo who did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I, that one I actually got off of eBay. And big shout-outs to um, Lewis Perry from the Angry Geeks podcast. He mentioned this, co- he mentioned this comic. I just happened to look and found it at a very affordable price. Howard the Duck 13. Okay. First comic book appearance of Kiss. Oh, okay. Kiss. The Rock Band. The Rock Band. Oh, really? Yeah, Marvel. You didn't know that Marvel actually did some uh, comic comic books with them? Oh, okay. And actually, it's been said that in the original Kiss number one comic, Mm -hmm. the ink was actually their blood. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that's kind of cool in yeah, a way. Yeah, kind of ups the value of that comic. Mm. And then, you know, so with the Spider-Man movie coming out in a few weeks, I'm mm. so ready. Yeah. I just happened to pick up The Amazing Spider-Man. Well, I actually picked this up in Comic-Con. I just finally read it. Mm. Like today. Usually kind of takes me a while to read trades, but... I banged this one out today, and I'm like, all right. It's not the the full source material, but there are elements that you already saw in the trailer. So just to give you all a heads up, it was written by J. Michael Straczynski. Didn't he, isn't he a movie writer? Uh, yeah, he is. Okay. Yep. 
And it's also by written by Joe Casada and the art is by Joe Casada himself as well. Mm-hmm. So with Peter's uh, identity revealed, you know, part of the movie, mm-hmm. he and his family have to go into hiding. Although he was tracked down and, Ma- and Aunt May was shot by an assassin, mm. and things are not things are not looking good for her. And Peter reaches out to anyone he can find to help save me including dr strange i actually rather enjoy this book okay like i'm actually reading this i'm like okay i see where this is in the movie i see where this is in the movie wow this is pretty i'm like okay this is you know i'm kind of feeling for this one Mm -hmm. damn this got dark (laughs) it's a four-part series but i was like damn this way it went it took a really dark turn Mm. okay yeah I'm, i'm looking forward to the movie um. Yeah, it's it's. I heard it's gonna be three hours. Yep. Hey, I'm for it. Black churches have prepared me for this. Yes. Ak Stuber, you already know. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I I, I, sat, I sat through Lord of the Rings. I'm prepared for anything. Man, listen. I I have sat through like six, seven hour services. Damn, that long? Yes. <sighs> yes. The most I've sat through was like three, three and a half. That's my limit now, but. Uh, Trust me, I did it. Yeah, at that point, I check out. I would have left. I would have been left like in hour two. I was kid. I was a kid then, so I had no choice but to sit and do that. (laughs) Damn damn it! (laughs) I've been prepared for this moment. Yeah, man. And yeah, Tom Holland's gonna be in another trilogy right after this. Uh, Another Spider-Man trilogy? Yeah. (sighs) No, honestly, no, no, no. He's still very young. He's supposed to be the one that's going to remember. He's filling in Tony Stark. And then he's, you know, he's taking the Tony Stark mantle. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He'll be much older now by then, much more believable where he can still, they can still bring in Miles Morales will still like make sense where he's relatively older. Miles will still be relatively younger. So you'll have mm-hmm. the proper age of a mentor mentee mm-hmm. type of relationship yeah yeah i mean i i, I could see that i mean yeah. like like my the only thing was i like i was like dang like no like no way home hasn't even been out yet and they're already talking about he's going to be in another trilogy like like give the movie time to breathe oh man it's gonna but it's just like it, it, it's gonna it's gonna take a couple of years to make mm-hmm. you know so there will be some time to breathe and there's still it but you know what they can they can move forward like and he, and they casted him young. Yeah, they did cast him. So young. it's like you can get that longevity out of him. You could, you could. Um, although I'm I'm more excited about uh, Into the Spider Verse Part Two. That's the thing. You know what it is? I'm I'm excited about it, but it's like I'm afraid that it won't live up to the first one. Uh, the first one's my favorite Spider-Man film. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie with a ending that we necessarily didn't need. Mm-hmm. But I'll take it regardless. Like, uh, yeah, we don't need a sequel, but I'll take it regardless. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to complain at all. Oh, oh for sure. Um, let's see. Looking at the comments here, um, John John Haponic asks, so Spider-Man will die like Iron Man? It's possible, or they could retire because... I mean, everybody doesn't need to get killed off. Well, I mean, I mean, Marvel. I mean, with the multiverse. Well, no, no. I was, I was gonna say, even with the multiverse, Marvel. They still, they still gotta let some people just die. 
Which like, is true, but they did, yeah. But even then, even then, they always showed like he, like Iron Man, in the in the What If episodes, he died in every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So it was just inevitable yep. that Tony Stark was meant to die. Yeah. But when Chuck Staten was here, big shout out to him. I can't wait for their next show coming up. Yeah. But um, he like his theories, like what they could do, would make perfect sense. Like it would be really nice where he fought where Peter finds Tony in the multiverse saying, I still need you. I'm like, Nope. This is where I belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like just that's it. Yeah. He's like, You can do this, kid. Mr. Get sucked up. <laughs> Mr. Stark, I still need you. I can't do this on my own. <laughs> Some people Yeah, that happens a lot because people sometimes people don't think so. Six or seven hours, nah. Man. As a kid, I did it. I, um, I did it. No. It was awful. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was great. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that just kills your whole weekend, man, or half your weekend. It was it was Sunday, so it was like we had to go to school the next day anyway. So. Yeah. But that's play, uh, going outside and playing time, you know. True. True. Yeah, um, so, yeah. <laughs> it was my limit, man. You lucked <laughs> up. Um. Oh, also, John Haponic says uh, Hugh Jackman is reportedly going to be in Doctor Strange, so he survived Logan. I really hope not. No, if you bring back Hugh Jackman, that's such a slap in the face to what Logan was. You don't need to bring Hugh Jackman back for anything, not even a cameo. Like he left it, him and him and Patrick Stewart left it all on the screen with Logan. Let that movie be what it is if the next time we see logan the next time we see uh professor x they got to be brand new actors period brand new versions clean slate i was gonna say macboy you know somebody actually made a cool uh casting choice what's that carl urban for wolverine mm-hmm. carl urban for because this character from thor is dead right yeah there you go he could be. He could be. Oh, Mahershala Ali did it. He, he could be an interesting pick. I mean, I, I liked Carl Urban in Dread. He was really good in that. I can, I, I can kind of see it. Yeah. Um, it says Patrick. Uh, John says uh, Patrick Stewart is going to be in it too, referring to Doctor Strange. Sorry, Vic. Um, yeah. Please don't. Um. Let me see. Nick Quattrini is chiming in. He says that uh, he hopes that this, that this new Spider-Man movie, uh, No Way Home, introduces Silk. Um, I didn't I didn't realize that there was Cindy Moon in the Tom Holland films. Now I gotta re now I gotta re watch them. I'll be happy to anyways. But okay, yeah. And uh, yeah. Hawkeye debuted. You know i I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna debut in December. So I. Didn't even know it was. It made its debut on Disney Plus. Yeah, it did on Wednesday. Okay. I didn't watch it till. Yeah, I didn't watch it till Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm lying. Friday. Oh, okay. So it was just uh, one episode so far. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then the two is gonna be the two. Um, the first two episodes are already out, mm-hmm. and then it's only a six part series. So, and then, yeah. By the time I think by the time it ends, it ends like the week Spider Man David comes out. Okay. So everything will still be like right on track. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I I, I gotta I gotta watch that. Um, so far so good. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Jeremy Renner is in it. Jer- yeah, Jeremy Renner. It's based on the uh, comic book, the uh, ba- uh, Hawkeye, the saga of Barton and Bishop. So mm-hmm. what it's about is one year after the events of Endgame, Barton must partner up with Kate Bishop to confront enemies from his uh, days as Ronan in order to get back, just in order to get back in time to spend Christmas with his family. Oh, okay. Very simple, but it's like, you know what? They can make something out of this. Hmm. And I know uh, uh, Florence Pugh is going to be in it, too? Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing her appearance. And they, uh, yeah, they also debuted uh, Echo. Oh, okay, from Daredevil. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. And, whew. Yeah, I did a lot this weekend. God damn. <laughs> yeah. All right, and on the video game tip, I actually caught some pretty cool. I actually caught some caught some pretty cool deals. Mm-hmm. So I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, on the PS4. Now it costs twenty six bucks. Mm-hmm. I got it for less than seven. Nice, yo. Mm. Brand new. Brand new. See, that's a deal right there. Thank you, Afton, for my birthday gift card. <laughs> and I had some get, I had some pro, I had some coupons. Mm-hmm. Right. Boom goes the dynamite. Hey, there you go. I was like, damn, you know what? Just to make this worth a purchase, I bought the warranty. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, because also from GameStop, I picked up uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, which was on sale for forty-five. Mm-hmm. Um. Went to Walmart, the hallowed halls of our local Walmart. <laughs> Resident Evil Village for twenty. Yes, ah, uh, I love this game. You do. You Stupid do. man thing. Ah, uh, love it. Oh my God, I'm gonna be conflicted. Listen, listen, uh, Lady Demetresque. I mean, I mean. Listen, I'm just a stu- I'm just a humble, stupid man thing. Like it's it's her it's her castle. I'm just living in it. So much. <laughs> and for thirty five dollars, why not? Far Cry Six. Okay, all right. Uh, starring Jean Carlo, John Carlo Esposito, as the main villain. Why not? I was like thirty five. I'm like that's a steal. The game just came out like yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm like you know what? Screw it. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm like good with games for like the next like six months. Yeah, man. Hey. Hey, that's what's up. That's a steal right there. It Five is. Games. So yeah, I I I I made out pretty good. Yeah, man. Yeah. Speaking of games, I finally bought the Iki Island expansion. Oh sweet Jesus. Finally. <laughs> Did you play it yet? I played a little bit of it so far. What do you think? Oh, I'm really enjoying it. Fuck those shaman, right? Yes. Oh, I <laughs> Yes, like every time I hear them chant, I I rush straight to them. Right to them. Yep. Get them out the way. The, get them out the way first. Yeah, uh, such a great game, uh, especially like revisiting Ghost of Tsushima and and on my OLED. <sighs> it's like, it's like, uh, <sighs> it's beautiful, man. Okay, you leave it's, it at that. It's like you know when. Uh-oh. It's like when it's it's like getting your beard moisturized. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. Um, 
let's see, looking at the comments here, uh, John Haponic says that um, the Hawkeye uh, trade paperback, um, which the which the series is based off of, yeah. um, is one of his all time favorites. Yeah, I tried to find it. Yeah, I saw it at Newberry Comics. I just wasn't gonna pay forty five dollars for it. Oh uh, wow! But it's on my Amazon wish list, and I got sisters, and that's how we get out to give each other our <laughs> Christmas gifts. So, <laughs> hey, that's how you do. Yeah, get it, get it, get it while you fit in. Yeah, and speaking of sisters too, um, so for her birthday on Friday, which is I was trying to figure out what. What does Carl's shirt say? Stop. It says. Stop. No, 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 no. We're not going to do this here on episode 263 of the Codex Pine Podcast. We will not have Carl read his stank shirt. So it's not, I'm not going to be, I'm not a problem to read before no. Black Panther. Nope. Nope. See. Before Black Lightning. When you talk about black superheroes, right? And like I before said. Before Luke Cage. Before Blade. Blade is technically an anti-hero. But when you talk about black comic book film adaptations, you gotta give it up to Blade first. Before Steel. Right? Hell, I would give I would give um Before Spawn. I would give uh what's his face? Um I would give um Spawn credit because um because <laughs> he saw it. <laughs> really? Oh, let me get up real quick. Ah. Gotta add a stretch. Listen, man. Blank man is at, at at its very best. We can all agree that at its very best, Blank Man is a forgettable nineties relic that belongs in the dustbin of that decade. All right? Nope. I mean the, y'all You know, you spawned a whole Pop Stew episode. I you know what? I did. I did, and I explained why I'm so against uh, the idea that Blank Man was so inspiring because it was all we had and we had to make do. No. Mm-mm. No. But it made us believe that we could. No, it didn't. I, yes, and hell it did. Let me tell you something. You can't tell me that you wasn't a superhero and all you had was a towel and a stick. Mm-hmm. I was a superhero because I, I believe I didn't need Blank Man to, do, to believe in that. But Blank Man showed us how we could do it. And then, you know what? Right then and there, I went, took my ass right outside. And... <laughs> Excuse me. Damn it. I was a superhero. And a ninja with powers. Listen, uh, you, you, I, would give, I would give full credit to Mantis before I give any sort of credit you to Blank Man. put some respect on Carl Lumley's name, especially after that performance in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Exactly, yes. If you ain't blitter. You ain't bitter. You're blind. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yes. We give credit to Carl Lumbly for for uh, Mantis. All right. We give credit to. Well, yes, we'll give credit to Michael Jai White for Spawn, even though the movie itself wasn't very good, but it has its place in the black superhero lexicon. We give credit to Blade, of course. Wesley Snipes is the man. Um, so yeah, it all started. It all start, It all started with with with. If you look at the history, all right, we look at the history of black superheroes on screen. Go ahead. It starts with Carl Lumbly in Mantis, then Michael Jai White in, in Spawn, then Wesley Snipes in Blade, um, and it black goes from man there. Media man, what's first? No. Oh, stop. I disagree. Yeah, I gotta look for that. I gotta look for that. Yeah, Marvel did too. Marvel did uh, do Media Man. Yeah, M- Meteor Meteor Man was was embarrassing, as we know, and Blank Man. Listen, you put some respect on Gangster Luther Vandross. 
He pulls a gun on you saying, yo, you're going to step, you're going to dance with your father real soon. <laughs> I mean, like, like I said, I haven't seen both Blank Man and Meteor Man since I was a kid. All right. But even back then, like I said, I was I was mad that we get the joke characters and yet all the white fans and everybody else got Batman and Superman and all the super serious, super, super, super and serious what superheroes. what the hell did Batman turn into? What did the director say before he yelled action? What did Joe Schumacher say before he yelled action? What, he was making a toy commercial? Yep, and there you go. He goes, remember, this is a cartoon. Action. Look, look, we had Tim Burton's Batman, Batman Returns, and then we skipped over. Then we had Batman the Animated Series, and then we skipped over to Batman Begins and Christopher Nolan's trilogy, all right? That's all we, you know, that's fine. Yeah, static shot. Static, yes, static shock. We can, we can, we can put him in there. Um, which, or, see, see, we're we're talking about legitimate we, black superheroes. All right. We had Spawn the animated series. Mm-hmm. We had that. Uh, we you had no business watching that, no. but we did. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man. Infamous customs, Aaron. Yes, uh, infamous customs. Let me let me pull out the the so many business cards I got from. Uh, uh, Comic Con. I think I need to take some. <laughs> yes, infamous customs. Uh, let me customize you. Don't hyper, don't 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 hyperextend your arm, man. No, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. Yep. Yeah. Making sure everyone's getting the it's got the Instagram link <laughs> at infamous customs. I'll definitely say I'll make sure I send it to you. Yeah. But um, and on Friday to celebrate my sister's birthday, we went all the way up to Boston at the House of Blues mm-hmm. for a uh, in your feelings event. It was basically like a club night, and it was just all R and B. Okay, all R and B. That's cool. Yeah, like four DJs and stuff. Like, like it was nice. I don't do the club scene no more. Yeah, but I'm just like, you know what? The mi- the music was dope, and I still had a good time. I was having a good time with my sisters and her boyfriend, so I'm like, it was cool. Yeah, that's nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I haven't been to a club since I was in my twenties, maybe early thirties. Thirties for me. No, no, actually, no. I wasn't a club. Like, I think the last time I was actually in a club, like for a party, was like your costume party in 2016. That was probably the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I was, well, no, because I w- I had it at Free Play, which had a club upstairs. So, oh, yeah, I don't really count that. Free Play was awesome, though. Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think that's about it. Providence Pirates is still undefeated. Nice. Um, next game is December eleventh. The next home game, mm-hmm. December eleventh. I think they got another away game this weekend as well. Okay. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Oof. Yeah. Um, we spent some money this weekend. Oh, yeah, we certainly did. Um, uh, even though um, also uh, PS5s and Xbox Series Xs are still unavailable. Still can't find them anywhere. Uh, I'm not even trying as of right now. Yeah. But I still, oh, but try, it, it's coming with, you know, with this gig with the, Probably, you know, with the pirates and a couple of my, uh, a lot of my, uh, one of my holiday gigs, one of my big pain holiday gigs is coming back soon. So I'm souped for that. 
Noise. Oh man, I need that. <laughs> I need that. I missed it up. Mm. What do you guys think about NXT 2.0? I we don't really get a chance to sit down and watch it. I haven't really seen any. I haven't really had any complaints with the episodes that I did see because usually, like, while you know, while NXT 2.0 is on, I'm here. I do like the arena. I still wish it was black and gold. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, I wish it was still more indie talent. So, but what they what I'm seeing right now, I'm I li- I'm liking the whole NXT original NXT 2.0 War Games that's going to be coming up. So, still loving Champa as champ. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is a star. Yeah, I I haven't seen I haven't sat down and watched NXT 2.0 yeah. here and there when I when I get a chance to like I can finally sit down and watch it but I got like so much reading and stuff so much I got like a lot going on mm. I just bought a green screen so you're gonna we're gonna be getting lots more uh, YouTube content from me and hopefully Vic mm-hmm. nice okay cool yeah um, let's see trying to think about stuff I've been watching. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, of uh, as of last as of last night for the first time ever. Uh-oh. Uh, since um, not since uh, February of 2020, I finally feel whole again. I'm scared. Listen, I'm s- I made my grand return to a local library. <laughs> So, so since the pandemic started, like in February 2020, but that was the last time I stepped foot into a public library, and that was the one thing that was that I, that I was really missing uh, from the pandemic. So, as of as of last night, I made my way to the Cranston Public Library, and when I walked in, I felt like CM Punk walking out for the first time in AEW. <laughs> I, I I got down on my knees, and I looked around. And you didn't do all that. I, I I didn't. But I looked but I looked around and I'm like, man, I am home again. So I managed to check out a couple of uh, graphic novels, which I can finally sit down and read. Uh, the, I, I checked out the first two volumes of Something Is Killing the Children. How is it? How you um, think? What do you think? I haven't read them yet. Oh damn! Okay. But I want to since since I've seen that, that now that um, I've seen that House of Slaughter is out. Yeah, the spinoff. Yep. So I do want to catch up with that series. Um, so just just the fact that I got to I got to check out a couple books from the library after all the after all this time, I feel whole again, man. I, I feel like I'm home. Victor Omoyo is home. Support your local libraries, people. Yes. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I so yeah, I made my grand return at the library. Um, I also managed to catch a, a good movie uh, in theaters uh, recently, um, King Richard. Yes, uh, the new Will Smith movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is it in theaters too? Yep, it's in theaters. It's from it was, uh, by Warner Brothers, so it's also on HBO Max. Right. Um, so I managed to watch King Richard in theaters. Um, it stars Will Smith as Richard Williams, the father of Venus and Serena Williams, two of the greatest tennis players of all time. Um, the film also. Let me see. I'm pulling it up. The film also stars Anjanou Ellis. Uh, give her her flowers, people. Such a great actress. Lovecraft Country? Yes. Undercover brother. She was in that? She was. She played Sister Girl. Okay. Well, all right then. Um, 
Let's see. It also stars Sanaya Sidney as Venus Williams, uh, Demi Singleton as Serena Williams, uh, John Bernthal. Um, yeah, it's it's got a it's got a great cast. But Will Smith. Um, so the film stars Will Smith as Richard Williams, who you see his journey in raising his 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 little girls and training them uh, to be the next great uh, uh, tennis uh, legends that they are now. There she is. Oh, there she is on the cover. Wow, did not know that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, but, and Anjanu Ellis plays um, plays his wife, uh, Oracine uh, Price, and uh, Will Smith. Man, I gotta say, like th- I gotta say, this is his to me. This is this is his best acting performance. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, cause Will Smith, like he's like he like he, you know he he adopts like Richard Williams' voice, and it, it it does it may seem distracting at first, but like you you get used to hearing it. But Will Smith, man, damn, like he's 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 excellent in this film, yeah. and. You oh, and you 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 really feel like his, like his uh, his passion and just the fact that he's just so enthusiastic in raising, uh, and not raising and nurturing his his daughters and and just making sure that they that they achieve excellence and while while not forgetting to be kids as well, and just seeing just seeing him being so nurturing and so supportive, is is actually pretty inspiring and like I said his performance is absolutely. In my in my view, the best Will Smith Will Smith performance I've seen from him. I will say that um, I would not be at all mad if he were to be nominated and win an Academy Award or any of the major acting awards. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'll say like Will Smith, man, definitely definitely a, a great performance from him. Anjanu Ellis, like I said, please give this woman her flowers great actress in her own right there's a great scene between her and will smith where they're having like an argument in in um in the middle of the film where where Anjanu ellis calls him out for you know him being so stubborn and so bullheaded and um and and she and they have a really deep conversation which which i thought was absolutely fantastic i think that Anjanu ellis should be nominated for like a, in any of the supporting uh, acting categories um, also, um, the the casting of Sanaya Sidney and Debbie Sing- Singleton as Venus and Serena Williams, respect- respectively, fantastic. Like, what I liked about their performances is that they just felt like natural. They just they just they just felt like kids to the point where they didn't even feel like it. You didn't feel like that they were acting, like they were just being themselves on camera. And yeah, like there's just seeing them like develop like their tennis skills and like upping their game throughout the film was great. Um, the film is almost two and a half hours, but it did not feel like its length. Um, I say like it's it's well worth seeing. Um, if you have HBO Max, definitely check it out, especially if you're a fan of Will Smith or just great acting, and especially mm-hmm. if you're a fan of Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah, King Richard, well worth it. Definitely a damn good film. Um. Yeah, and, and also yes, uh, aka concurs. King Richard was really good. Um, let me see. Uh, AK also says um, you will never feel whole until you acknowledge the greatness of of two whack films. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking through the comments here. So yeah, just, see ya. Just 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 acknowledge it. What's, what do you, what do you what do you go uh, queuing up, man? Anyway, really acknowledge it. Roman Reigns. Let me tell you something right now. If we're acknowledge. gonna acknowledge, if we're gonna acknowledge anything, 
on the Codex Prime podcast, we will acknowledge that when it comes to black superheroes on film, if we look at the history, you should turn it off before you get copyright copywritten. No, we're talking over it, so we'll be all right. When it comes to the head of the table, when it comes to the pioneers that built the very table that bl- that modern black film superheroes eat off of, you got to give it to Michael Jai White. You got to give it to Carl Lumbly. You got to give it to Wesley Snipes. That's the trinity right there. The trinity of actors and characters that built the table of black film superheroes that Black Panther and Luke Cage and Cyborg and Black Lightning eat off of lovingly to this very day the there pillars are the three pillars oh no there's two more no who are damon waynes and robert townsend <laughs> do not overrate their worth they sir acknowledge them no we acknowledge the trinity the trinity of carl lumbly michael jai white and wesley the snipes pillars. the three pillars the tr- trinity it's a triangle okay that built the table Hexagon. no no, th- there is no hexagon. Hexagon. There's only three people. Acknowledge them. Hold it up. Acknowledge them. Three. Three. When it's doing the car start. <laughs> but that was golden. Yes, it was. Um, <laughs> but uh, but everyone knows I'm right. So there you go. Uh, yeah, man. Other other than that, man, anything else? Uh, uh no, that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like it's a pretty short episode, but Yeah. I got Guardians to play. Yeah, you got Guardians to play. Uh, oh, I checked out uh G four. Oh yeah. Um I, I like the, the return? Yeah, the return. Like it was uh, like I just caught the channel while I was working last night, so I was like, All right, let me check this out and I'm like, uh yeah, one episode which was just what like one show I caught was just Dungeons and Dragons. And okay. then there was another show that came out right after that, which was, um, like, they were reviewing, like, Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. just to lead to Breath of the Wild. He's like, oh, I wanted to review this game, but we couldn't because we didn't have a show then. When mm-hmm. And then there was just, and I'm just sitting there watching it. I was like, I think one of these days I will play that game again. I will revisit it. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'll probably treat it in my original and get the full full one. I can pretty much get it for full same price. Yeah. Yeah, and Forbidden West comes out February or March, I think. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, I need a PS5. Yeah. Let's stop prostituting. <laughs> yeah, you heard me prostitute. Okay. I mean my it- worst Charlie Murphy voice. <laughs> I mean, if you if you can find a PS5 without bu- paying a scalper, hey. But uh, but yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, Survivor Series, I did not watch. A little solid. Was it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, WWE is borderline un- unwatchable nowadays. Raw was actually pretty solid too last night, believe it or not. But yeah, I think you got to grade it on a curve. Nah, nah. Can't can't lie. It was pretty solid. He was even talking about it on Busted Open this morning. It was like, you know what? I'm actually surprised. Mm. It was a pretty solid show. I was like, good. I was like, you know what? Cool. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what was genuinely solid. The CM Punk, Punk versus MJF promo uh, off. Listen, you know what? So many bars. You know what? I'm going to give, I got to give props and props as due. You know who I think won that? Who? MJF. 
think MJF won it. MJF had he he like because he had an advantage. Mm-hmm. Punk has like twenty five years of so much stuff. And mm. so much bad stuff that like MJF was able to work with when MJF didn't really had have much to do much to go. Now mind you, CM Punk Punk hit him with some bars too, but and then he just kind of ended it with "I'm just gonna hit you with my hit you in the needle, Dick." I'm like, you kind of like they trust me. They broke it out on busted open too, and I'm like, you know what? He did kind of end off on a weak note. And I feel like this, that whole thing could have waited at least until end of January and build up to revolution. Cause that's a very, that's a pay-per-view quality match. Yeah. And yeah, they could have, I mean, they could have just let Punk coast off for at least like another month and a half. No, I think, I think Punk had, I think Punk had like the wicked, the wicked line of the night where he told, where he told MJF that like the only way you'll be number one around here in AEW is if we all if we're all around long enough for Tony Khan to have a daughter that you marry. But then it's not taking a it wasn't taking a shot at Miz. I mean, I, I said Miz. Damn, the, uh, less famous Miz. Less famous Miz. <laughs> it was more taking a shot at Hunter. Did we really need to take a shot at Hunter? No, I mean, look, look, I don't give a fuck what Busted Open has to say about anything, but like. But yeah, but that that was that was a dope line. It was a good line. I'm not taking that away from him, but it's like, did we really have to take a shot at Hunter when you're trying to take shots at MJF? No, that's that, why like MJF had the line when he was like, "Listen, you're that was pre- two. That was two shots." Yeah, but then he was like, "Listen, he was like, listen, what if the honeymoon phase is over and this ends? This winds up being short, like your UFC career." Oh, the UFC career that was a that I mean that was low hanging fruit. I mean that's easy. I mean anybody yeah, it was can very easy. But he but then bully hit but then bully hit us up with something. No, listen, he was like, you know what MJF should have said, and this could probably this could probably be part of later. He was like, just wait until the honeymoon phase is over, and when you don't get your way and you do to the AEW fans like you did to the WWE fans, you take your ball and you go home. Mm-hmm. Now if he would have said that. That would have been like a oh moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, damn it, bully. I was like, you know what? You hit it. He was like, you hit you nailed it with that one. Mm. But I'm not gonna take trust me, I'm not gonna take it. That was 20 minutes of greatness. That was. But I honestly I think MJF had the advantage of being able to know more about Punk's history. Yeah, on the virtue that he's been around longer. Exactly. So he had more ammo. He had more ammo to work with. Punk's only been back, you know, for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how well does he know MJF? Well, and it looked like he got under his skin. Who MJF? Yeah, it looked like he got to him. It was to the point where remember they were in Chicago. Yeah, and they was even. Chicago, remember, Punk is flawless right now in Chicago. Mm. But even in that Chicago crowd was like, ooh. Well, how many shows does AEW have in Chicago? Because I think it's like the law of diminishing returns. I feel like they've been having them a lot lately Mm -hmm. now that Punk's back. And I think the next one's going to be like in February. Okay. Yeah, you got to spread them out a little more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
but but yeah, uh, now 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 that I understand what Bully Ray's opinion is, what's your opinion on the promo? My, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Like I was really entertained by it. They both had zing- they both had great little you know great zingers. Mm. Like it was probably one of the most probably it would probably be one of the most memorable. CM Punk promo, CM Punk, yeah, CM Punk promo in AEW, mm. but they every, but they kept referencing the pipe bomb, which I'm like, you know what, Punk had some other good ones because I'm not, I'm, I'm be honest with you, his stuff against Triple H was gold. Mm. And when he was in WWE, yes, mm. that was gold. When they were going back and forth, I loved every single minute of it. Especially when that one line when Punk goes, you know what? I know you want to kick my ass, and I want to kick your ass too. And right now, this isn't CM Punk talking to Triple H. This is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. Mm -hmm. The whole crowd lost it. They cut the mic on. They're like, no, keep it on. Let's keep this moving. That was great TV. That was. And everybody always talks about the pipe bomb, and I get it. But I feel like I'm like, no, there was some more stuff. Also, the whole when Punk told The Rock, your arms are too short to box with God. Mm-hmm. Like, there was still more. And I think Punk was more vicious back then. He's a little more humble right now. He's the baby face in the situation. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it. But I think, I honestly do think, like, after listening to, because MJF had more ammo, I still think MJF did take it. Mm. I think it's. I think it was pretty even. I, I thought CM Punk took it like by a hair. Um, I, I I'm only. I can only imagine like what other what other ammunition they can bring to each other like in the next few weeks. That's what I feel like. This thing could have started a little later on and put it to end. Started it closer to Revolution because, like I said, that's a pay per view quality match. Yeah. We could. Punk could have coasted mm. for the next few for like the next month. Yeah. Maybe month and a half. Mm-hmm. Don't even need to show up every week. Mm-hmm. But just a couple matches here and there and then started that. Mm. But I think they just kind of went a little too much. Now you got a lot of time. You got a lot of time. Luckily, the AEW fans are just completely like, they're too, they're forgiving of anything. So like, like whatever AEW can do is flawless. But like, you I think it would have it would have been better if they started later because then it really would have catch the eye and would have set up for a pay per view quality match. Like I I think this match is too big for a winter is coming. Mm-hmm. I agree. Event. Yeah, they can they can they can provide some some solid build. Um, I think that uh, once they do have their match, um, I think that MJF should go over Punk. I th- I think I don't I do not disagree with you at yeah. all. Cause, cause that would make MJF like the monster. It's healer. a lot of it solidifies him. Yeah, that solidifies him. That could actually drive Punk into a downward spiral where he becomes a heel down the road, where he can like somehow become more embittered. And yeah, there, there's a lot you can do there with, with an MJF victory over Punk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I do not disagree with you not one bit. Yeah. So so much so much could happen. It can it can. I just feel like it's I feel like it was a bit too early. Mm. 
I mean, because oh, well, AEW they don't do they don't run monthly pay per views, right? So I think yeah. yeah. So I think with Revolution being the next one, it could have waited a little bit. Maybe, um, but but I, I, but AEW seeing seeing how they book their shows regularly, they, they'll they'll find a way to like tease it out and sustain uh, it. I don't. Uh, I, I have faith in them. I yeah. have faith in them. I just think it could have lasted a little. I think it could have started a little later. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. Um, let's see. Looking at the com- comments here, uh, what is a good re- who is a good replacement for Nia Jax now that she's out of the business? Ooh, well, they got rid of Scarlett, so it's pretty slim pickings right now. <laughs> I mean, they um, put do drops a heel now. Is she still in the company? Yeah. Okay. Did drop. Uh, I just she's not a convincing heel though. No, she's just too. She's just too like bubbly and cuddly. You just yeah, she's you just she's got a hugger. Yeah, she's a, she's a babyface vibe. Yeah. Bailey, that's the closest thing now, but she ain't ready to return yet. Mm. Oh, she's injured. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's been injured for like a year. It's one of them like twenty CL types of injuries. She's uh, on crutches now and stuff. Mm. I mean, she's taking a few pictures, but she's on a brace and crutches. But it could be for the kayfabe, so you know. Yeah. Um. Let's see. A good replacement for Nia Jax. Um, I'd say nobody because you don't want anybody going around crippling their opponents for real left and right and giving them concussions and botching moves mm. and being just completely terrible and com- dangerously incompetent in the ring. So, you know, you don't need anybody replacing her. She start that OnlyFans. I'm ready. Now, n- <laughs> God damn it, Carl. Hey, hey, hey. Really? You've been worse than me lately, so I don't want to hear it. Listen, don't you even talk about Mr. Beard Moisturizer and stuff like that. You, uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. as far as I mean, no, normally I don't. Normally I wouldn't. I, I mean, normally I would feel bad for people losing their jobs. But Nia Jax, I mean, let's be real. She did not deserve to be in the squared circle. The only reason why she was in WWE was because of nepotism. Because hey, her cousin is Rock the Dwayne Johnson, and therefore she can get away with anything. What's with the Rock animosity lately? No, 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 no animosity towards The Rock, but... You just made me think about something, too. What's Ruthless up? Aggressions 2 is out. The, the album? No, the... <laughs> well, I'm thinking of WWE the doc- Yeah, the documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last one, they had Ruthless Aggressions... Uh, the first episode was Hollywood Rock, mm-hmm. and... The second episode that I haven't watched yet was called Innovation. So they talk about like the money in the bank, the elimination chamber, uh, Taboo Tuesday, all that stuff that they mm. that they came up with. Damn, ruthless aggression. Damn, ruthless aggression does not get the it, it deserves. There were a lot of great great stuff in the ruthless aggression era. SmackDown Six being the pinnacle. Being only five should be mentioned. <laughs> oh yeah, the SmackDown Five. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all we got. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm ready to go play some Guardians. Yep, I'm ready to dig into more of this 4K goodness. Yeah, that. Don't be lewd. Listen, man. Did you really like bite into? <laughs> you pretending to bite into your. Uh, so so while we so while we pay some respect to the real pioneers of black superhero cinema, yep, um, you can catch all of our episodes of the Codex Prime podcast um, in in um, I, I'm trying I'm trying to block out the blank you don't man need logo. To. 
You don't need to. You can catch all of our episodes of the Codex Prime <laughs> podcast. I turned around. Stop. Um, on on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, uh, iTunes, where you can hit us up with a five star review. Uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, pretty much wherever you can find podcasts, you can find our show. Um, you can also find us on social media at Codex Prime Cast on Twitter and at Codex Prime Podcast on Instagram. Right. Um, Speaking of Instagram, uh, I'm starting a new drawing challenge tomorrow. Oh, okay. DC Ember. Okay. What is what is DC Ember? Every day you draw <laughs> at least one DC character. I have it listed up. I just gotta make the meme and post it tomorrow. Mm. Just shut up and draw it. Okay. All right. Plenty of plenty of good DC DC characters to get into for sure. Um let's see, uh uh we have uh Inca King uh saying have a Angie. <laughs> Yep. Have a good night, guys. Next show will be on May 8th or 9th. Um, cool. <laughs> all right. All righty. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all we have for this week. Um, like I said, uh, find us everywhere. And before we, before we leave, let's give another shout-out to our sponsor, Silk City Hot Sauce. That's right. 15% of your order. Just go to SilkCityHotSauce.com. Use the promo code CODEX to get 15% off of your order. And then made some good hot... DJ tried all the hot sauces. He actually blended some of them together. Oh, great. Great. That's good. He was scared at first, but he's like, no, it wasn't bad. No, it was pretty good. Mm. That's what's up. That's yeah, I'm talking up. about you, TJ. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Silk City Hot Sauce, 15% off your order by typing in C-O-D-E-X uh, in the checkout. Um, tons of great flavors, like erotic flavor, uh, mango madness, um, the syrup, the syrup, spicy syrup, the spicy syrup. Ah, oh, so good. Um, yeah, man, inject it in my veins. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, that does it for this week. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get out of here. Um, tune in next week for more Codex Prime goodness and magic. Um, as always, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later.